The Silent Mind, Part 1, Quieting the Mind, Readings from Sri Aurobindo. In sadhana, the mind has to be quiet, fixed in aspiration towards the divine. The true experience and change will come in the quietude of the mind, from within and from above. A quiet mind is a mind that does not get disturbed, is not restless and always vibrating with the need of mental action. A quiet mind makes consciousness easier. Quietude, equality, not to be disturbed by anything that happens, to keep the mind still and firm, seeing the play of forces, but itself tranquil. All quietude of the mind makes good conditions for the receptivity to act. The greater the quietude, the greater the energy that can be received. Man's nature is like a cup of dirty water. The water has to be thrown out, the cup left clean and empty for the divine liquor to be poured into it. The difficulty is that the human physical consciousness feels it difficult to bear this emptiness. It is accustomed to be occupied by all sorts of little mental and vital movements which keep it interested and amused, or even if in trouble and sorrow, still active. The cessation of these things is hard to bear for it. It begins to feel dull and restless and eager for the old interests and movements. But by this restlessness it disturbs the quietude and brings back the things that had been thrown out. If you can accept emptiness as a passage to the true consciousness and true movements, then it will be easier to get rid of the obstacle. To deal with this mind, two things are necessary. First, not so much to try to control or fight with or suppress it as to stand back from it. One looks at it and sees what it is, but refuses to follow its thoughts or run about among the objects it pursues, remaining at the back of the mind quiet and separate. Second, to practice quietude and concentration in this separateness, until the habit of quiet takes hold of the physical mind and replaces the habit of these small activities. The first step is a quiet mind. Silence is a farther step 
but quietude must be there and by a quiet mind i mean a mental consciousness within which sees thoughts arrive to it and move about but does not itself feel that it is thinking or identify itself with the thoughts or call them its own thoughts mental movements may pass through it as wayfarers appear and pass from elsewhere through a silent country the quiet mind observes them or does not care to observe them but in either case does not become active or lose its quietude to get rid of the random thoughts of the surface physical mind is not easy it is sometimes done by a sudden miracle but that is rare some get it done by a slow process of concentration but that may take a very long time it is easier to have a quiet mind with things that come in passing on the surface as people pass in the street and one is free to attend to them or not that is to say there develops a sort of double mind one inner silent and concentrated when it pleases to be so a quiet witness when it chooses to see thoughts and things the other meant for surface dynamism at first the result may be a neutral quiet but one has often to pass through that to arrive at a more positive new consciousness when the mind thus falls quiet the thoughts of the past all sorts of repetitive or mechanical thoughts begin to rise up these come from the physical mind or the subconscious one has to refuse them and let them pass away aspiring for the complete mental quietude in which the new consciousness can reveal itself little by little remain firm and quiet with the right will in you and let the force do its work that will may not bear recognizable fruit at once but adhere to it and the fruit will come always get back to quietude it is through the quietude that the right attitude and understanding and movements come back it is natural for the lower vital to be made up of feelings impulses and desires and to be attached to outer things but that is only a part of you there is also the psychic and the higher mind and higher vital which only need quietude and the help of the force and peace behind them to come forward more strongly and dominate over the lower vital and help to change it the first thing to do in the sadhana is to get a settled peace and silence 
in the mine. Otherwise, you may have experiences, but nothing will be permanent. It is in the silent mind that the true consciousness can be built. A quiet mind does not mean that there will be no thoughts or mental movements at all, but that these will be on the surface, and you will feel your true being within, separate from them, observing but not carried away, able to watch and judge them, and reject all that has to be rejected, and to accept and keep to all that is true consciousness and true experience. Passivity of the mind is good, but take care to be passive only to the truth and to the touch of the divine Shakti. If you are passive to the suggestions and influences of the lower nature, you will not be able to progress, or else you will expose yourself to adverse forces which may take you far away from the true path of yoga. Aspire to the mother for this settled quietness and calm of the mind, and this constant sense of the inner being in you, standing back from the external nature and turned to the light and truth. In all matters, work and study, as well as in the inner progress in the yoga, the same thing is needed if you want perfection. Quietude of mind, becoming aware of the force, opening to it, allowing it to work in you. To aim at perfection is all right, but restlessness of mind is not the way towards it. To dwell upon your imperfections and be always thinking how to do and what to do is not the way either. Remain quiet. Open yourself. Allow the consciousness to grow. Call the force to work. If you can achieve quietude, followed by an upward openness, it is better than the effort which sways between strong experiences and strong adverse reactions. Even to have the quietude and calm somewhere behind or in a passive way is more important and helpful than it seems. It provides a sort of permanent ground on which ultimately a lasting peace, power, and joy can be built. If one can feel one part of the being always quiet, in spite of the disturbances in another part, then one has made the first firm step towards a permanent change. It is the first secret of yoga to maintain the inner calm always and from that calm 
to meet everything. Calm, even if it seems at first only a negative thing, is so difficult to attain that to have it at all must be regarded as a great step in advance. In reality, calm is not a negative thing. It is the very nature of the Sat Purusha and the positive foundation of the divine consciousness. Whatever else is aspired for and gained, this must be kept. Even knowledge, power, ananda, if they come and do not find this foundation, are unable to remain and have to withdraw until the divine purity and peace of the Sat Purusha are permanently there. Aspire for the rest of the divine consciousness, but with a calm and deep aspiration. It can be ardent as well as calm, but not impatient, restless, or full of rajasic eagerness. Only in the quiet mind and being can the supramental truth build its true creation. Keep the quietude, and do not mind if it is for a time an empty quietude. The consciousness is often like a vessel which has to be emptied of its mixed or undesirable contents. It has to be kept vacant for a while, till it can be filled with things new and true, right and pure. The one thing to be avoided is the refilling of the cup with the old turbid contents. Meanwhile, wait. Open yourself upwards. Call very quietly and steadily, not with a too restless eagerness, for the peace to come into the silence, and once the peace is there, for the joy and the presence. Do not be impatient because full knowledge does not come to you at once. In quietude of mind, keep the contact. Let the true light and force work, and with time all knowledge will come, and the truth will grow in you. <laughs>